Welcome to Positively Empowered Kids podcast. Listen to interviews from adults and children passionate about children's well-being. Join us to feel inspired and empowered. Hope you enjoy listening. Hello. So again, it's a little bit different. It's it's weird to be sat in the interviewer's seat for once, but it's it's all part of the fun, isn't it? So today we have the co-founder of Positively Empowered Kids, Jackie Wilson. Hello, Jackie. Hi, Morgan. Are you okay? Really good. Yeah, I'm always pretty good, me. Oh, <laughs> that's so good to hear. So, um, obviously, everyone sort of knows the, the gist of Positively Empowered Kids, and but tell us about Empowered Education or your sort of branch of your own um, and, and why you got into that really okay well empowered education that's my my baby if you like yeah um, it was born out and this this obviously goes back to my story um so i from 10 years old i i lost my uncle very tragically yeah. and um never dealt with that ever i mean it was one of those things what I, that what i did was i shut down my um grief just completely shut it down and through my teenage years, I became very angry. Had no clue why. I wasn't aware. I lost about two years of memory when I was about 10, but I just had no idea why I was angry. It just didn't occur to me. But that impacted who I thought I was, which was a bad person. I wasn't good enough. Um, I was the only angry person in the house and all of that. At school, I was really quiet and reserved. Um, the shy person, that label was given to me. Um, from very from very early on in, in my early mm-hmm. um, school life. I don't know where it started, but I had that kind of label as shy. Yeah. Um, and so I struggled with my emotions, with understanding who I was, was I good enough, which I believed I wasn't. And that kind of carried on impacting me. And my story basically impacted me right the way through into my early 20s. I had my first two children. And that was really difficult as a young mom to navigate being feeling really angry, feeling really lost, if you like, yeah. and managing two young children. Um, and I know I kind of really struggled to um, find a calm place in myself. That was a real big struggle, but it was probably sort of my late twenties. I found yoga and, um, I started uh, practicing it and I started to find little moments of peace and started to benefit a little bit, you know, through that. And eventually I realized actually this was really beneficial. And my daughter, who was six at the time, um, she was really starting to enjoy doing it with me. And at that time, so this was about 18 years ago, um, she you know, was joining in with me and I suddenly thought, well, actually, this is really beneficial for kids. And I came across a book where kids, there were some kids with poses, different yoga poses. And I was really interested in that concept, but she'd really benefit from, from something like that. But at that time, I couldn't find anything to take her to that was yoga for children. Yeah. And we just did it at home. And then um, it was probably about six months later, I had another look and came across some training. So I I ended up leaving my old career, which was in the travel industry of 
kind of selling holidays and stepping into the world of teaching yoga to children. And so for the past 18 years, I've, I've really, looking back, what I've tried to do is help input self-belief in children through accepting their bodies, through having a non-competitive activity that they can do. And I used a lot of affirmations um, and it kind of, I think I'm trying to remember the affirmation we'd always say at the end of the class, it was, I'm a person, I'm special, I'm important, not because of what I look like, not because of what I wear, not because of what I have, just because I am. Yeah. Little known to me that I was actually trying to help myself. I just didn't have a clue that I needed that every moment. So um, later on, um, I went through a lot of counselling and started to clear out some of that old stuff and started to realise a lot of different things of what had been affecting me. And eventually um, came to a place where um, I managed to find a course that it was, it was like a life transformation. It took me into so many different arenas of understanding and starting to see the patterns and the story that it really transformed me. But on that program, I also got to think about my purpose, why I was here in, in the world. And I realized actually I needed that information when I was a kid. I needed to know who I was, who I really was, how my thoughts were impacting me, how my actions were impacting my life and my family, my relationships, and what I could do about it. So after that, I decided to start looking at how I could kind of evolve what I was doing with the yoga and bring it more into an arena of starting to develop programs for young people, which I now call self-education. So it's learning about ourselves, really understanding who we are as a person, yeah. what's going off on a very basic level, but a very impactful level so that we can navigate life more easily. So that's looking at becoming more self-aware. So I've trained as a mindfulness teacher now. So awareness of our thoughts, our feelings and how they're impacting us without judging them, but just noticing them and being able to navigate through them so teaching strategies of how to navigate our thoughts our emotions so we can build resilience and then we're moving into the arena of that self-belief our self-worth is so crucial in life that we really massively accept that we are incredible and we have a huge potential we limit ourselves based on our beliefs that we've gained from when we were younger and if we can just start to uh, flip them and reframe them as you know your life can be so much different yeah you know and so that's why empower education happened was really to the word empower is what i'm all about it's like i have knowledge you know more about you than i do and if i can empower you by sharing some knowledge but empowering you to make decisions to look at who you are and realize who you are so that you can step into that world fully in your own power and your own capabilities you're going to go far and i know you know i'm, I'm a coach and i know you've worked with a coach so you understand yeah. the power of that um, and so that's what i do I, I do resilience leader programs where i empower kids to be able to navigate their emotions and then figure out how they're going to teach their peers so yeah. that then they go into classes and start teaching resilience 
they start teaching neuroscience and so I've got a whole range of kids that start teaching other kids and passing on that message which is again what I'm passionate about I'm only one person but there's an arena of incredible young people that can share those ideas and tools back to their family their teachers their friends um, and that's important to me that we yeah. can help them become young leaders um, with their friends and support them and help them at an early stage the younger we get this early intervention and prevention in there and empower our kids with the knowledge they don't have to suffer we can find a way through it and um, the better for me and then emotions toolkit which you probably can't see too clearly is a sideline to that so that's another business which is um created with an ex-primary teacher um, who's also an artist and we created a resource of in the moment strategies um, yoga mindfulness breathing techniques scientifically proven techniques that in the moment you can catch an emotion and you can navigate through it so you calm your nervous system really quickly and that means you don't get a build-up of frustration irritation and anger and rage you're catching it early and releasing it so that you can come back into balance and be more um, rational and make better decisions so that's that's a bit about me yeah i mean i think it's it's really um resonated with me what you've been saying because obviously even though the children obviously that you work with and for are are essentially the future of of humans and it's the adults like you who who make them who they are if you see what i mean so i think a lot of a lot of people like you really do shape people because it, it's, it's psychological facts that um you know social learning theory it's called where children copy the role model of an adult and i think with if we had a lot more businesses and industries like emotions toolkit and power education then it would be so much more valuable and so much more of a, a productive generation to come if you see what i mean so i think what you what you've what you've been talking about of how you've learned from your own experiences is really important to creating that passion that you have and that's why you're here right now so, absolutely yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's really important. And I think I'm a very heart-centered person that knows that if we can, um, I know we, we talked about this earlier, you know, you can be more conscious in the way you are, the way you speak, what you say, how you act. If you're consciously choosing that, then you have such a better relationship with the world around you, with the people around you. And what I find, because we've not been educated in this arena, is that we've got generations of parents and educators that haven't understood what being conscious is. We've just yeah. not been taught. It's not in our education system. Yeah. And so we have a very fear-based parenting system and a fear-based education system that relies on um, shouting, um, isolating people, um, giving them, you know, junk, just getting them to kind of, learn through this discipline discipline way which actually puts children into a fear state and when they're in a fear state they can't learn they can't learn to be better so they just repeat and repeat and repeat um, and so for me it's about getting behind that behavior and connecting with how they feel emotionally and when we can do that we can look under, under the emotions and start to see what the reason is of why that emotion's there 
because anger could actually be anxiety it could be that they're scared and it's it's being able to unpick that a little bit um and then we can connect with the young people with empathy and understanding they feel understood we can work together to navigate and co-regulate with them so that we all come into a more peaceful place we don't have to discipline them through fear anymore we become conscious in how we deal with them so that's what i would love to see i, I would love to see teacher training happening with a more conscious teaching way um, i would love to see in the curriculum a daily curriculum of well-being so that kids are taught to navigate their thoughts navigate their emotions and really believe in themselves get to know themselves what are their values what are their strengths what are their qualities what can they use to deal with a task in hand and if we can build young people up like that their potential rises you know and they can see it clearer and they can start to tackle things they can think more they can make better decisions that's what i'd like to see in the future and that's what i'm going forward to um make happen in yeah. whatever way i can i think um a lot of what you're saying is it's very it's very obvious to me that um you have obviously harnessed and utilized what you do now and thought okay well if i was given this when i was younger and i was struggling myself what would be beneficial for me and how would this impact me and that's how that's sort of like your your license your copyright license to to use that because you know what works and what doesn't obviously you know what what should have been done for you that unfortunately wasn't around then and that's why it's so important what what you are doing so i am um, if you don't mind me asking i just it, it struck me because obviously you work a lot in in schools and you work alongside someone who used to be a teacher and so how do you think the current situation, the lockdown and, and such, how do you think this is going to impact children, short term or long term, sort of mentally in terms of mindfulness and in terms of dealing with things? Because obviously it's going to cause a lot of anxiety for parents and children. And so how, how do you think that's going to sort of turn out? Yeah, I think what it's really showed me, and this, this has been something I've reflected on quite a bit, is for me, if I took myself back a good 20 years, I wouldn't cope with this situation. I'd have, I'd have been snapping and losing control, and yeah. it would have been a difficult house to be in. And that's just me, let alone how it would have then affected and impacted my kids and how it would have impacted my husband, which also would have his own struggles. For me, having the knowledge I've got and the skills I've got, what that's enabled me to do is be more aware of those moments I'm dipping and those moments that I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit of concern or um, I'm feeling a little bit frustrated, which of course, you know, my whole world's been turned around because I can't do what I'd normally do. So I've had to rethink everything and that caused frustration. So I've been able to logically and rationally keep myself in a calm space so that I can navigate through it. So I don't get anxious I don't get angry but I have frustration sometimes and I, I notice it really quickly because of the ability I have now being more mindful so that has proved to me that we need to get this out there this has to go into schools now it has to go into homes we have to really skill ourselves up as parents as educators and support our kids to be able to navigate through 
the changes that are afoot. We have been separated. Kids need kids. Kids need other young people to thrive. You know, our human nature is connection. We need connection. We need to feel belonging. Um, we need community. And that's been taken away. So there is absolutely going to be a massive long-term impact of this children of all ages for teenagers for adults we're all experiencing a trauma it is a trauma so we have to um start looking at how we can deal with those moments where the emotions are coming out from that trauma how are we going to deal with that if we've not been taught at school when we were parents we haven't been taught at school and in teacher training most likely and i've heard in one teacher training they did one breathing technique and we've been talking about this for so long. Well-being needs to be the heart of a school and the heart of a home. And when that's not happening, that's when the challenges happen and where mental health comes in and people struggle. And there are little things that we can do that will have a massive impact on dealing with getting through this and being resilient and building up our resilience muscle in our brain, yeah. which is so necessary. Yes, it's going to have a massive impact. Yeah. I think you really, you know, I don't think it could have been put any better. I think it, you really hit the nail on the head because even though we, as a sort of human race, have come on leaps and bounds in understanding our own emotions, our own thought processes, there's still a lot of work to be done. Like, we're only just beginning, aren't we? And I think a lot of, of what you're doing is a, an absolute symbol of that because you you recognize emotions and not necessarily in a way that, you know, deals with people who are struggling, but it also helps people who possibly might struggle in the future or possibly may never struggle as much as they would had they not have had the, the tools that you provide them with. And I think that is so wonderful. It's so like, you, you can't credit enough. You're giving people their life back essentially and and you should be you know really proud of that because that's that's amazing and that's exactly what you should be doing in life it's obviously your superpower so you know you've got to keep going with that definitely thank you yeah I, i'm not stopping there's nothing stopping me <laughs> just that you know the thought of a child struggling a parent struggling a teacher struggling that that upsets me yeah. when actually most of the time it's necessary they just don't know how to create a strategy, what tools to use, how to build their brain. But once we can get that information across, like you say, we've all got our own superpowers then and every single one of us can do it. There's not one person who doesn't have that capability. We just need to know how to find it and utilize it. And yeah. that is what I will carry on doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's the best news, like music to my ears. Well, thank you so much for, for allowing me to do this and thank you for, for coming along and opening up so, so with your important messages and, and it's, I think it's been really important and it's resonated with me so it's it definitely going to resonate with people watching so thank you for that Jackie. Thank you Morgan. <laughs> I'll see you very soon. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to our fantastic Positively Empowered Kids podcast. If you'd like to know more about what we're doing, please find us at www 
positivelyempoweredkids.co.uk or you can search us on all the social media platforms, Positively Empowered Kids. Bye.